0: Genesis chapter 21, verse 14. It's a very familiar story, very familiar with everybody's, but I want to show you some things in it. The go with what y'all was talking about, the anxiety that's going on in this world. And i look at it a different way than a lot of people look at it. Genesis chapter 1, verse 14. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulders, and the child sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrugs. And she went and sat down over against him a good way off, as it were, a bow shot. For she said, Let me not see the death of this child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called Hagar out of the heaven and said unto her, what aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, and lift up thy lad, and hold, and hold him in, in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water, and gave the lad drink. And God was, was with the lad, and he grew and dwelled in the wilderness, and he became an archer. And, in the, and he dwelled in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight, Lord. We just ask you to be with us. Help us encourage us, Lord, and we just thank you for each one that's here, Lord. We ask you to bless each home, Lord, and just touch lives as only you can. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Here we find the story of Abraham and Sarah and another woman named Hagar. Hagar is Sarah's servant. And she was used to get ahead of God's plan. God had told Abraham that he's going to give him the seeds of the stars in the heavens and the sand of the seashore. And then instead of waiting on God's plan, Sarah and Abraham got ahead of God's plan and they used Hagar to bring about what God had told Abraham was going to do. I don't know about you, but I've gotten ahead of God a plenty of times. And I find that when I've gotten ahead of God, I've messed it up. But when we sit down and realize who God really is, and before we we suffer for it, before we get ahead of God, God promises and God will deliver on His promise. We might not be in our time, but God will fulfill His promise. And He's going to do it here. Here we find a family struggle. A family that squabble. And Hagar goes from life being, going bad to worse. She's in up cast out. She's end up confused. Uh, she ends up concerned. And the Bible said that she and, and this lad find themselves out in the wilderness. So I want to uh, talk to you just a little bit tonight about some things you should not lose in the wilderness. This wilderness Hagar is in is a wilderness that has caught has called her off guard. She's at Abraham's house. Everything that she knows, everything she's been, the food that she ate, uh, uh, her lifestyle, the family she was with, everything that she knew is, is been is done away with. It's, it's cast it's pulled right out from under her. It's jerked right out under her feet. Her well being, her 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 livelihood, and everything has been pulled out from under her. Everything she had uh, known, everything she had been uh, accustomed to was taken from her. I I don't know that you've ever been in the wilderness, and I'm not talking like being out in the woods or out in a desolate area, but I'm talking about the wilderness of life. It seems like uh, uh, no matter which way you turn, just things seem to get worse. Things get uh, pulled right out of your life the way it was. You get up in the morning time, and your life is uh, uh, doing good, and you're doing great. And all of a sudden, by the time the day ends, something has been, your rug's been pulled out from under you, and your life has been cast aside. I don't know about you, but I've been there. But maybe someone here tonight they're living in the wilderness. They're, they're, they don't know which way to turn. They got concerns. They got doubts. They got the confusion in their life. And they just don't know which way to turn. When things happen all, of once, all at once, it turns your life up, upside down. And it does not mean that you're living for the devil. You're not living for God. It just means it's life. It's going to happen to every one of us. It's going to happen to those who serve God. And it's going to happen to those who don't serve God. Those who are living for the devil. Things are not going to go the way you planned on it going. Things are going to be pulled out. Your life is going to be in the wilderness. The psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. He leads me. He guides me. He feeds me. and He takes care of me. Listen, you don't have to feel all alone in the wilderness Because God is with you. There is a promise. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He's closer than a brother. You're you're not all alone in the wilderness. Sometimes we do feel like that. When you don't know what you're going to do, you may be sitting here tonight in the wilderness and your, your husband doesn't even know, your wife doesn't even know, maybe the church doesn't even know that you're in the wilderness, but there is a God in heaven that knows exactly where you're at. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're facing. He, he, and let me tell you what. He, he's the one that you can tell your darkest secrets to. Because you know what? He's not telling anybody else. He's the one that you can come and lay it all out. He knows your heart. He knows your mind. He knows your thoughts. He's the one that you can bring everything to him. The Bible says, Cast, care, cast your cares upon him for he careth for you. But there are some things that we should not lose when we are in the wilderness. When we're going through those things in our life that we don't know how it got here, why it's here. We're in a days of confusion. We, we have concerns. We have doubts. Uh, and we're in that middle of that wilderness. There are some things that we should not lose in the wilderness. First of all, look at what, verse number 15. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the bush shrubs. Then she walks away as far as a bow shot. She didn't want to see this child die in the wilderness. Don't lose your children in the wilderness. She got in such a place that she was in such a bad spot she couldn't even help herself. She couldn't even help her child. Let me say this to every father, mother, grandmother, grandfather, aunt, uncle, whatever you are here, there are those that are watching you. Uh, There are those that you care for. There are those that sit around your table. There are those that you tuck in bed at night uh, and they are looking at you Uh, and let me just say this, your life ought to be a testimony that in the wilderness that you said, hey, uh, uh, God is still good. Uh, He's good on the mountaintop, but let me just say, they need to know that when you go through the those wilderness and time and trials and valleys of your life, that God is still good. Amen. We need to teach our children that no matter where we at, what we stand in, God is still good. There are those that are looking at you. What a sad testimony we would tell our children that God is good on the mountains. God is good when we got clothes and God is good when we got money and God is good when we got food but when things go against us when the hard times comes and when the trials come and we start turning away from God what a testimony it is to tell your children I can trust God in the good times but I can't trust God in the bad times. They need to see in your life that God is still God. He was good in the good times and God is still good in the bad times. Amen. Our kids need to see that. And you know what would stick with a child more than anything else? When they know that you're going through a valley. When they know that you're struggling, when they know that life has thrown your curve, and they see that you still get up in the morning you pray, they still see you to get up in the morning and read your Bible, and you're still going to church, and you're still praising God, you're giving God the glory, it doesn't matter what you're going through. They see those things in your life, they know what you're going through, but yet what sticks with them that, my God, that somebody, had gotten a hold of them. what my daddy's got is real and what my mama's got is real and I want some of that. That's going to stick with the young people today when they see you go through trials and still give God the praise. She was about to lose her child in the wilderness. And let me say this, there is a lot of families today that have lost their children in the wilderness. And when they said, I can't do it no more, when things come against them, life didn't go the way they wanted to. And the child sees that. And when they walk away from God and they walk away from the church, they're dragging their children with them. They have lost their children in the wilderness because they gave up on God. They gave up on the Bible. They gave up on what God wanted them to do. I've seen families go through the wilderness. People talking about them. Accusing them of different things and going on. But yet they stuck with the Bible. They stuck with the church. They kept giving God the praise. And their kids could see them. They they was holding on to something. They couldn't really understand what was going on. But they knew that what they were going through was a trial. And they hung on to it. Listen, I, when I got to go through a wilderness, I'd rather go with, through it with Jesus. I, I don't know why, when somebody gets in a bad time, when somebody goes in trial, when somebody goes to the valley, they run away from God. They run away from church. They run away from God's people. If I'm going through something like that, that's why we come to church. That's why we come together. That's why we pray for each other. I want to go through it with Jesus. Amen. This woman almost lost her child in the wilderness. You know what the Bible says about a child? A child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. A child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. I I know it's easy to get caught up in the things that's going around. I know it's easy to get caught up in self. You're trying to provide for your family. You're trying to do things for your family. I know it's easy to to neglect some things, but let me tell you what, there are others in your life, there's others in your family that needs attention. Don't lose your children in the wilderness. Hagar had laid her child under a shrub and went away, said, I don't want to see him die. Let me just say this. You don't have to watch your child die in the wilderness. If you stand strong in the wilderness and you're serving God, and no matter how bad it gets, you still get up and you come to the house of God. You're still praying. You're still reading the Bible. You're still giving God the praise. Uh, Your children don't have to die in the wilderness because you're showing them the standards they need to keep. Don't lose your children in the wilderness. Don't lose your courage in the wilderness. Verse 16, and when she had went and sat down over against him a good way off, and it was about a bow shot, for she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. She had done got to the place where she just threw her hands up and said, I'm through. I can't do it no more. There's no point in going on. We're just going to quit right here in the wilderness. We've all seen some people that has gone through wilderness experiences of life. And they just throwed up their hands and gave up, walked away from God. They gave up on a church and they gave up on everything else around them. And can I say, when you're in the wilderness, that's when you need a God more than anything else. Don't let the wilderness make you give up. Don't let the wilderness cause you to to walk away from God. You ought to hold on a little harder in the wilderness in your life. What we need to get some courage, some grit down in our souls. When you say, I'm not going to let this discourage me. I'm not going to let this trip me up. I'm not going to let this knock me down. I'm not going to let this keep me down. I ain't going to go through this. I am not going to quit in the wilderness. Never give up. There are some circumstances in life that will swallow you up there's some storms that will swallow you down and just get some courage and hang on say I'll never give up don't give up I I love this and I have seen it several times before it depicts the ultimate never give up never give up it's a pelican has a frog in his mouth about ready to go down and this frog reaches around his two hands two feet in front and grabs a hole that pelican's throat and squeezing for life he ain't giving up he's fighting to the very end you know what we need some more christians as willing to fight ain't giving up, not quitting. I'm not getting out of the battle. I'm going to stay in it. I don't care what wilderness I'm going through. I don't care what I'm dealing with. I'm not giving up. I'm holding on. I'm going to fight to the very end. Have some courage. Don't give up. Francis Scott Key, everybody know who that is, don't they? He wrote the National Anthem. He went to the ship, the English ship, to exchange prisoners. They had some officers, English officers, and they had some American prisoners on ship. And that's where they went to. The ship was to exchange these prisoners. When he, when he got there, the English start bombarding Fort McHenry. Just throwing at them, just throwing it at him, throwing at them. And the prisoners heard the bombs going off. Francis Scott Key was on deck and they heard him. The bomb's going off. And every time a bomb hits and light up, he could see the flag. He could see the flag. And the prisoners down in the bottom kept yelling out, Do you still see the standard? And a bomb will go off and light up. And he said, Yes, she's still standing there all night long it went on and every time a bomb went out it lit up and there stood the flag and all of a sudden about dawn it got quiet, it got dark he couldn't see anything they kept yelling, do you see the standard do you see the standard don't give up, don't give up and all about that time the sunrise. he says I see it standing there it's still waving, we need to stand in courage and wave that blood stained banner, we ain't gonna give up, we need some courage." in our Christian life today. I don't know how true this story part of it is. I tried to research it, I couldn't find it, but it goes good. When he exchanged the prisoners, he went to the fort. And he said when he walked to the doors not this not true, I don't can't verify. He said that when he went through the post and walked on the fort, he said the reason why the flag was still standing he said every time a bomb go off and it get ready to fall, somebody will run over and grab a hold of it and hold it up. Another bomb will go off and it will kill them and somebody else will run over and hold it. He said there was a stack of bodies around that flagpole keeping it from falling down. I thought that would be pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. I couldn't verify it. Our research couldn't verify it. But we need some Christians willing to stand up and wave that banner. Waved that Bible in their hands. Said, "I, I ain't giving up. I'm gonna. I, if I gotta go down, I'm going down with a fight." I'm not giving up. Let me just say this. Uh, What we're going through today and what we're facing in our world today, uh, uh, people are just giving up. Uh, I see it on TV all the time. I hear about this and hear about that. People are actually just giving up. But Let me just say this. I ain't giving up. Uh, I'm not quitting. Uh, I'm just going to keep serving God. I'm going to wave that blood-stained banner. I'm lifting up the cross. I'm not going down without a fight. And we need some more Christians to get some courage in our life to stand up. Don't lose your courage in the wilderness. And we're living in the wilderness today because we don't know there's concerns and there's doubts, there's fears in our life. But don't lose your courage. You're a child of God. Stand tall. Don't lose your children in the wilderness. Don't lose your courage in the wilderness. Don't lose your call in the wilderness. Verse 17. In verse 16 she said over against him lift him up, his voice, and wept. Verse 17, And God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God called to Hagar out of the heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God had heard the voice of the lad where he is. I, I am glad no matter what you're going through, no matter where you're at, there's still a God in heaven who hears your cries. Hey, let me just say this. There are some that just quit on praying and whatever they're going through they stop praying. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing don't ever stop praying. Let me just say this, when you come to the altar and, and you pray and you give up, uh, you might have missed that one chance. It might have been the next time you came to the altar that God heard your prayer and God heard your cry and God sent the answer on that time. But if you give up on God, God's going to, oh let me just say this, we need to keep on praying no matter what. If you got someone in your family you love they're lost and undone don't quit praying keep coming to the altar keep crying out it might be today it might be the night that God hears that prayer it might be the time that God sends the solution to your problem the answer to your prayer don't quit praying don't stop calling in the wilderness keep bringing it before the Lord keep bringing it to the altar Bring your prayers to the throne of grace that we may attain mercy and find grace. Don't lose your children in the wilderness. Don't lose your courage in the wilderness. Don't lose your call in the wilderness. Look, look what happens. And I got to shouting about this myself. Verse 19, and God opened her eyes and, saw, and she saw a well. And she went and filled the bottle with water and gave it to the lad. God opened her eyes and she saw a whale. Now, just before that, that whale was not there. There was not a whale there. So, what do you think happened? God stuck a whale right in the middle of her wilderness. Let me see. Right when she needed it, God provided it. Right when she needed it, she could not see it at that time. She could not she was giving up, she was walking away, she's ready to die, but God heard the cry, and God answered the cry and stuck a well right in the middle of her wilderness. We're always asking God to get us out of the wilderness. We're always asking God get me out of this. It just might not be God's will to get you out of the wilderness. It might be God's will to keep you in the wilderness that others outside looking in, that you could be a testimony to them. They see what you're going through. They see your struggles. They see what you're doing. And let me just say that they're watching how you act. It might be that God is leaving you in the wilderness that you can be a testimony that God is God. But I also find out no matter what wilderness you go through, and we all know this, if we ask God to open our eyes, there's a well. I don't care what wilderness you go through, what trial you go through, there's a well right there with you. Amen. You might not see it right now. You might be in the biggest storm of your life. You might be in that doubt, that confusion, the concerns about things going on, but there is a well right there. You may not see it right now, but when God hears your cry, He'll open your eyes that you see that well. You say, where where can I get some water at? I'm in that wilderness and I, I, I'm, about, I'm about like, hey girl, I, 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 I've done drunk all i had. I'm down to my last drop. I ain't got nothing else. I'm just sitting here. I'm holding my hands up. I'm about ready to call it quits. I'm about ready to throw a towel in. Where can I get a drink of water? I'm telling you what, right here is your well. Church is your well. That's why I don't understand why people going through wildernesses, they'll run from the church uh, and when they get in the wilderness and they don't understand right here is a well that you can just get a hold of and you just take this well and you drink from it and you drink from it. It'll supply all your needs. Uh, don't run away from God. There are wells in all of our lives but we just don't realize it. We just don't see them. We go through struggles in this life. And sometimes we come through and we wonder if God was ever with us. But can I remind you, God is always with you. He's never going to leave you. Whatever wilderness that I go through, he's always going to go through with me. And if I can go through a wilderness, if I go through a trial, I go through a storm knowing that God is going to be there with me, I can walk a little easier. I might be blinded sometimes. I might not understand it. I might be in a confusion and doubts and concerns, but God is with me. And I'm going to tell you what, I've learned now that when I get into the wilderness, when I get in the storm, I'm starting to look for my will. I'm looking for the vision that God has given me while I'm in that storm to see me through the other side. God said, Hey, I heard your cry. I imagine some of us are probably saying, You know what? I don't know if God heard my cry. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep on fighting. Keep on fighting. We need some more Christians that got some courage to just say, hey, I'm gonna serve God. I'm gonna live for God. In the day in which I live in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live for God and give God the glory. I want others to see that, hey, no matter what I'm going through, God is with me. I'm not gonna get in a storm. Go, oh Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna get, I'm just gonna get in and say, hey, what you looking for? I'm looking for a whale. Why are you looking for a whale in the middle of a storm? Because God said he put one there for me. And I want to find it. I want to get a hold of it. That'll provide till I get to the other side. I don't know what you're going through tonight, but God does. He sees what you're going through. He knows what you're going through. Don't quit crying. Don't quit praying.